Welcome to Time Play 3 HR, a video game podcast where we play a video game for three hours and then talk about it. My name is Lockie. And my name is Louie, and this week we played much more than three hours of Monster Hunter Rise. Bring out three on your trumpet <laughs> i agree it was the poor display on my trumpet skills did you know i used to play the trumpet lucky tell me more about this uh guess what grade i got it's definitely between grade zero and three correct and i'll tell you what, it's on the upper echelon of uh that range is it grade two lucky it's grade two yeah did you get a distinction or a merit um, I don't think I got either. <laughs> <laughs> of course, no, of course, pro- no, that's normal. <laughs> I think I probably scraped, <laughs> scraped past the uh, threshold. Did you, like, do... God, we did have a discussion recently, and I can't remember, I probably asked you this. Did you, like, learn sight reading, or did you just kind of blag it? No, I learned it. Nice. Mm. You had to, you, you couldn't not. You, well, you sort of could. You sort of could get away with not really. Like half learning. No, I, I, you couldn't. You could. You actually couldn't. I mean, I did saxophone grade three and I absolutely did not learn sight reading properly. Obviously, no, but you learned it. It doesn't mean you're good at it, but you learned it. Yeah, yeah I guess so. But I would say like... In the same way that you can learn to play football but still suck. But like by grade three, I was... I didn't really... I couldn't like look at a note and be like, right, that's... E. It was more like, okay, I know that that's A, therefore three steps up or whatever, that's that note. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like, I didn't know it. I kind of blagged my way through. And when you were sight reading live, I was kind of just like, oh, it's probably this note because that would make sense for the song. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? It was a very long time ago. <laughs> I remember all that well, to be honest. <laughs> It was 10 plus years ago. Anyway. Anyway. What's up, my dude? Not much. What's up with you? Uh, not much. Not too much. Um, we've been playing uh, this week's game all week. Yeah, we have, actually. We've been playing it, like, a lot. Yeah. Um, this week's game... Is Monster Hunter Rise. Monster Hunter. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Please, not in front of the listeners. <laughs> uh, Monster Hunter Live. Rise. Rise. Um, the latest <laughs> installment. Monster Hunter Live. <laughs> <laughs> We're live. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Monster Hunter Rise. The latest installment uh-huh. uh, in 
The Monster the Hunter series. <laughs> Monster Hunter series. Is it Capcom? <laughs> yeah. It's a Capcom joint. Um, in Capcom's Monster Hunter. On the RE engine. Uh, franchise. Uh, out on the Switch. Mm-hmm. You all know it's out. You've all been hearing about it. You've all seen the gifts on Twitter that they try and pump you, pump towards you. I actually haven't seen a single ad for this game on Twitter. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, I keep getting it, and I, I assume it's sponsored. I think it is. It's I a was, very good gif. I, would, I, would <laughs> I, I always, so. I always like seeing it. I mean, you may well be uh, following Capcom. That might be it. <laughs> Can you imagine? Hang on, I follow Monster Hunter gifts. <laughs> what? Um, no, it is, yeah, it's the latest Monster Hunter game. Mm-hmm. You know how many Monster Hunter games there's been? I would guess upwards of ten. Yeah, I was just watching a video of all the Monster Hunter games ever in a, in a nice string, just okay. for funsies, and there's a lot, it turns out. It wasn't counting them, but it, it seemed like a lot. Yeah, so, um, funnily, we actually did an episode uh, on the previous Monster Hunter game when that first released forever ago on uh, this podcast, which was Monster Hunter World. We did. Um, and I think that episode will be very different from this episode. Well, before we were in the same me, room. The... Were we? Mm-hmm. That was, um, you came over to mine and we recorded that episode. I think that was the one where we played the theme song live. Oh, that was good. If you listen to that, go listen to the theme song. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'd recommend that. <laughs> and then stop. Yeah. Don't go. Don't go any further. Just listen to this one. Yeah. Uh, because you know, the more you do these things, the more you get used to them. I think that was a that was a triple barreled. We recorded three episodes that weekend. You came over when I was Jeez. when I was. Let me let me name them. When I was in Brighton, uh, I came over for E three. For an E3 event. Um, ooh, now I'm or, actually getting confused. I thought it was for something no, else. No, it wasn't. It, it, because you're thinking it was the Dear Esther mm. live mm. performance mm-hmm. that we saw. That mm. was incredibly boring. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Because I'm sure we wouldn't have done three in one weekend. I thought we did. I thought we did. Let's just bang, we were like, let's just bang all these out. And we did um, Fair play. Monster Hunter World, uh, Near, and Dear Esther Live. Wow. Those, I think you're correct. Because I remember editing custom covers uh, for those three episodes, and it must have been because they all came out right next to each other. I mean, no, I, well I, assume we, I assume we queued them up on our weekly basis. I don't think we put them all out in one go. I think we put no, the no, no, Dear Esther one as a sort of a special app, maybe. Dear Esther. Dear Esther. <laughs> Dear. <laughs> that's about all I remember that's, from that's, that that's about it. That's just about Dear all I remember Esther. from Dear Esther. Dear <laughs> Esther. <laughs> I've been walking around for too <laughs> long <now. laughs> That's not fair. That game's cool. I like the music. <laughs> it's a fine game. I think I liked it when um I just there's something about hearing So what was it? It was a live playthrough of Dear Esther with an live orchestra. Mm-hmm. Orchestra stretch. It was like a quartet. It, it was it was pretty small. I always think that sort of live strings is 
the most underwhelming thing um, <laughs> okay. ever, ever. Why is that? You know, there have been a couple of events that I've gone to. You know, I went to some, again, boring, boring show at the Barbican, which was like the music of uh, that famous movie composer. Hans Zimmer. The guy who did Star Wars. No, the other one. Uh, Williams. John Williams. John Williams. Um, with a couple of my friends who are big movie buffs. and oh, I mean, that would be boring. <laughs> it was so boring. <laughs> that is boring. It was so boring. We were sitting in this huge auditorium, and I just kept looking at them. And likewise, they kept looking at me, because we were all bored, <laughs> uh, just listening to this big orchestra play these movie soundtracks. It sucked. Well, yeah, like, uh, if you don't, think... like, unless you, like, freaking love that music, I just don't think there's much in it for you. Mm, there was nothing in it. You're totally right. And I can't, you can't even look at your phone because it's so rude. Um, did I ever tell you about so the time you... that, um, I have told you about this, the time that I went, I did music at GCSE and they took us to, uh, I think it was in the National Theatre. Um, they took us to a piano lady. Recital. Recital. I was trying to think of a more positive word, but there really isn't one. Recital. It's a concert. It's a concert. They say um, pianist concert. A pianist. Um, she was very good at piano. Um, and um, I it, hope so. It was, yeah, it was just her and a, pi- and a piano, and we were in this thing. And um, uh, a classmate, she, she turned up um, high to this. Oh, jeez. Um, Alessandra turned up high. <laughs> Jesus, she was. I mean, if, if she's listening to this podcast, which is highly unlikely, that would be great if she was. Um, <laughs> I'd love that. Hey. Um, anyway, yeah, she turned up late and high um, to this concert, and um, and we was I was sitting next to her, and about like I don't know how like ten twenty minutes into the concert, um, uh, she turned to me. You know, it's very silent. They were recording this as well. They were recording this piano concert. So you had to be really quiet. Right. And you like, it mostly you spent, you, mo- you spent most of the concert trying not to cough. Um, it was one of those. And, uh, okay. and she turns to me, her eyes wide, and she whispers incredibly loudly, your iPod's on. <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized with <laughs> shock and horror that, Whatever was coming through my iPod earphones um, was coming through. Which, by the way, was significantly quieter than her screaming your iPods <laughs> sure. on. Um, um, you weren't listening to it. It was just in your pocket. It was just in my pocket and I pressed play, I guess. Right. Forgot to lock it. Right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Back when we That's had buttons. Funny. Yeah. Damn. Amazing. What a story. Um, I, do you ever watch Seinfeld? Or have you ever? You know, I've never watched an entire episode of Seinfeld. Really? I think one of my... Probably my favorite joke in the entirety of Seinfeld uh, is in an episode called The Pez Dispenser. And they're at a pianist concert and they will have to be deadly quiet. Um, oh, really? That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, this is literally my favorite joke in the whole thing. Basically, Jerry's sitting next to Elaine and someone, I can't remember how he gets it. He gets like a Tweety Bird Pez Dispenser. Okay. Um... And, you know, Elaine's watching the piano and then he sort of just puts it on her bag in front of her, facing her or something like that. Um, and she sees it and just like uncontrollably starts laughing. 
But look, the idea of putting a Pez dispenser in front of someone is just mm, so funny. <laughs> so, so funny. Okay. Um, anyway. Anyway, Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter Rise. Um, what is Monster Hunter Rise, Lou? For anyone who <clears throat> might not know, um, may not have played any of the ten games. So this is what? This is our third Monster Hunter, though. I would probably say our second, because I, I didn't personally play much of the one we played on PSP. Um, I played, like, a few hours of it, probably. Um, and it is a long-standing series um, about picking from an assortment of weapons and defeating ever increasingly difficult and complex and fascinating uh, beasties, very large, much larger than you, with sort of this like deliberate and slow combat sort of animation, sort of bias um, combat stuff. Um, you have to, and then you carve up their bodies and you get their, their bits and you make cool armor sets and weapons from them. And you repeat that loop until you get bored. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very cool game. Very cool game. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sort of, um, uh, there's a single player component and a multiplayer component. Um, they're sort of separate, um, but it feels like the single player is more kind of a way just to get you on your way, and then multiplayer is probably where you... If you want to play it for a long time, it feels like you're probably going to be playing multiplayer. Um, uh, and they're basically the same thing, but multiplayer is, um, I guess, twice as or four times as hard, depending on how many people you're with. Um, uh, yeah, it's kind of... It's one of those, like... Uh, it's one of those games. It's one of those games that I don't play a lot of, which is repeat process um to in in order to be able to do more of the process um uh but i enjoy it yeah, it's, it's a good time it's interesting i think those sorts of games are mm, i don't know i guess i just like associate them with mmos and stuff yeah you know leveling up getting gear yeah um i guess just rpgs in general but i guess most rpgs are story based um I mean, interestingly, this game is one of the least story-based versions of that sort of game. Mm. There is next to nothing in terms of story content in these games. Um, well, I think I think like World had a had a bigger story component. Um, so, like for anyone that doesn't know the sort of, I don't know much about the history of Monster, but I do know that like World was kind of it was its first sort of. Um, full-scale console apart from its original release which was on a ps2 it's like first like move away from handhelds to like fully realize everything um and it was also an attempt to uh open the game up to more audience i think monster hunters always had a little bit of a problem getting its audience in the west it's very popular in japan um but i think western people just don't grab onto it as hardly and world was kind of in some ways an attempt to kind of broaden its audience a bit make the systems a bit simpler um or not maybe not simpler but just less less confusing um uh and then rise is kind of mm, it's, it's kind of, i feel like it's kind of like an in-between rise of like it's it's not quite as like big juicy and broad as world is but it's not quite as like all over the place and weird as like a PSP Monster Hunter. It's kind of in between. It's also obviously going back to being portable if you play the Switch on the go. Um, 
And I think it feels probably a bit more at home um, on the go. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, for one, I mean, that's the spirit of the series, isn't it? Mm. And, you know, like, that's the reason why it sold so well in Japan. Yeah. And that's the reason why there probably is so little story. Mm-hmm. Um, because in, I guess in theory, it's a game where killing these monsters should take you anywhere from five to 20 minutes. Yeah, I mean, they give you a 50-minute um, timer, but if you take that long, that's a bit of a problem. Yeah. Um, and so it, it's technically, like, could be a great handheld series for if you have five minutes, ten minutes, half an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it really does fit well on the on the Switch. And, yeah, it's also just quite a nice game to pick up and play, so... It definitely doesn't feel out of place on this new system. Yeah. I mean, I think I think the one thing I will say, just to sort of counteract myself, is that I, coming from World, which is a PS4 generation game, to Rise, which is a Switch, which is obviously less powerful, um, that, like, I think, I think Rise looks nice, but I think that, like, graphical hit, I definitely noticed it, and... I think specifically the game world, I felt like when I was playing it, I was like often kind of stunned by the the monsters, you know, you, like you would come across a new monster and then it just felt like so like grandiose and like amazing. Um, mm. And I think that was partly to do with the graphical stuff. And then I don't know, who knows why, but like probably a lot to do with its graphical power. And I think sure. stepping back a bit onto onto the Switch, like, it does definitely lose a little bit of that. Like, obviously, you're playing on a smaller screen if you're playing on the Switch, so that also dissipates. And I feel like that's got to play a large part in it because I've felt fairly impressed by a lot of these monsters. And I think, typically, I've been playing it on the telly and you've been playing it on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, I have played it a few times on the Switch and I don't know how you do it consistently. It's too small. Yeah? It's fine. too small. You can't even see your marker on the map. <laughs> I mean, I, I hold the switch like directly at my face. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> I think so. You point blank I was, that thing. God, when people let me pick up my switch. Let me. Ah. Oh. Uh, what? I I heard that. What the fuck? Did you really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my chair is Holy vicious shit. sometimes. <laughs> that was a particularly bad one. <laughs> I hope um, that got picked up on the recording. <laughs> it's my decent mic yeah hopefully it does um, um what was i gonna say uh you hold it right next to your yeah face. i hold it right to my, and like there was um people have been talking about this potential new this rumored in fact almost definite report that there's going to be a new switch at the end of this year i think um okay. uh and it's go. it's like uh more powerful it's going to do some like upscaling with the resolution stuff so i think it's like aiming for 4k when you dock it um okay um, but the, the screen resolution of the handheld is still going to be 720p. And I was like, that sounds bad. Like, I feel like the PSP screen, not the PSP, the Vita's, not the Vita, Jesus Christ, the Switch's uh, screen resolution is pretty low. Like, <laughs> but then a lot of people are online being like, if you hold it like a normal person, it's about similar to like an iPhone's like retina display in terms of resolution quality. And it's like, really? Like, I must be holding it really fucking close to my face because these pixels are, are huge. Um, sure. Yeah, who knows? Well, I heard um, John from Gaming in the Wild talk about how he tweeted uh, a picture of his phone in comparison to the Switch screen. Mm. 
And like the iPhone 10 versus the Switch screen, really similar in size, mm. like amazingly close in size. Mm. Um, I, yeah, I just feel like the iPhone's resolution is way higher. It's got to be. The iPhone resolution is way cleaner. Although, actually, hang on, I've got them both here now. They both look pretty good. I don't know. I just, I think the Switch looks like shit, personally. But whatever. What's wrong with you, dude? What's wrong with you? It looks nice. The game looks good. Um, I think it looks nice. I just think, I think it definitely has, for me, lost a little bit of a sense. I still think, like, I think we said this on World. I still think, for me, my favorite part is, like, the incredible creativity that goes into creating these monsters. Like, I think they're amazing. Um, some are cooler than others, obviously, but, like, Every once in a while, you'll just come across this thing. It's like, that is such a, a, like, inspired design. It's, like, wild to look at. It's, it's like, it feels like it's got a lot of... These, each monster feels like it has so much character. Um, uh, yeah, I think they're super cool. Like, and the animation is amazing. Um, and then also the fact that, like, these are, like, big, hulking, huge, at some point, some of them, uh, things. And I don't feel like you ever have that issue like video games have of like large things where they just look kind of like they're like skating along the ground. Like they always have such weight and like contact with the world around them. Um, uh, and that was true in world too. And it's, and that, that maintains, which is nice. Yeah. They really do do a great job with the monsters. Yeah. And they, I think they have to, uh, because you know, they are essentially, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I would say they are 60% of the game. Um, with oh, the other I mean, that's the whole thing. being the combat. And so, yeah, I mean, all this game is is fighting big monsters. Um, and there really haven't been any times where I've thought, oh, I've, you know, s- s- I know exactly what's going to happen. And even though they have patterns mm. um, and do use the same moves, it doesn't feel like a traditional video game boss. Sure. They feel, they you feel know? quite, um, they feel quite organic. Alive. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to use the word alive. They feel quite organic in their like movements. Like it's not like, it's not like a Zelda boss of like hit it three times in the eye. You know, there's not that like repetition in the way it does things. Um, mm. and you know, they'll like run away and you have to follow them and like all that stuff. So like it, it they do have like a, a more like a, you're actually hunting a thing feeling. And, um, Interestingly, you don't have to kill these things the same way again and again and again. Uh, for one, you can capture them um, in a couple of ways. Uh, but also, you're hunting these things for their parts, which you can use to craft armor. And maybe you need their tail. Uh, so what you can do is you can play the same fight, but try and solely focus on their tail. Mm-hmm. Um and do enough damage to it where the tail falls off. And then you can carve up their tail, get some tail pieces, get some extra tail loot. Um, so it does sort of incentivize you to take on these things uh, in slightly different ways, as well as the typical thing of they've all got different weak points and vulnerabilities. Yeah, and um, you like you you learn better how you learn how to fight them better through repeating the fight. So like the first time you fight a monster, you're have gonna have no idea like what its weaknesses are what its strengths are and like over time by repeating that fight you learn like he takes most damage here and he's weak to this and blah 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 and so like they're definitely designed to uh 
they have a long like shelf life, I guess, in terms of like repeated use. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I would agree. Um, I didn't really click with World. I think so. The combats. It's one of those things where you really have to commit to the combat. I think to enjoy it. It's mm-hmm. really not um, very friendly in terms of being approachable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say in general, there's what there's like sixteen types of weapons, um, and they all play very differently. However, so I mean, this time I've picked a weapon where you sort of do have to really commit to each move that you do, um, and as a result. It can feel super clunky uh, at first, and it's kind of just a case of doing it enough to where you know what you're doing, um, and I, I hardly know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, yeah. We've played, what, probably 20 hours, mm-hmm. and I still feel like the biggest scrub lord <laughs> at uh, Rise ever, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, you have to be very committal. Uh, you have to sort of kind of plan what you want to do, know what you want to do, look for openings, watch the monster, know when they're going to attack, get ready to dodge. Um, and it's, it's also a game where during the fight you have to be on your toes. So you have to balance different items. If you get, uh, if you're up against a monster that shoots poison, you have to have your antidotes on hand. Um, you have to have your many potions on hand to keep you healed up. Um, and there's, there's there's a lot that you have to sort of keep on top of during these fights. Yeah. Yeah. I think... I, think, I wonder if one of the reasons um, we didn't stick with World as long... I, I feel like I didn't get a full grasp of, like, the difference between playing it single-player and playing it multiplayer. Like, I feel like those lines were maybe more blurred. I mean, I'm speaking from memory. Maybe that's entirely wrong. But I, I in this, in Rise, it's very clear, like, this is a bunch of single-player missions you can do, uh, and then here are all the multiplayer ones. And you can kind of, if you want to, ignore one half of them entirely and just focus on the other. They're basically the same. Um, well, it's the same. It's it's the same content, though. Yeah, it's the same. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I feel like in World we didn't play enough multiplayer together. I feel like um, I don't I don't remember what you were doing, but I remember playing a lot of the single player. And like I think playing Monster Hunter on your own is is fun and fine. And like especially it's good in like little bursts. But like playing it like a single player game is can be a little repetitive and slow. Whereas like playing with someone else. You both have different things you want to get. You're like, let's go after this monster because I want this. And you're like, yeah, let's do it. And then, and that's sort of like back and forth and like that, you're sort of sharing, sharing the growth together and it feels nice. And um, it definitely, I think, yeah. is a better game with other people. I agree. Um, I mean, just the fact that this game is pretty grindy in its nature. Yeah. Means that if you're doing it by yourself, you're doing the same thing over and over again. Um Whereas that doesn't really matter if you're with someone else because uh, you can just chat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. at the same time. And it's, um, and it's, sorry, yeah, go on. yeah. I was just going to say that the game does require a lot of focus, uh, so it's not kind of the sort of game where you can play by yourself 
and super easily like watch something as well at the same time. Um, but if you're both focused on the same thing, then it's still super easy to chat and hang out. Yeah, for sure. Um, I was going to say that like it's it's grindy, but it's not like like dread. It's not like a dredge of the grind, you know. Like if it's like every, I would say like every every monster you slay, capture, or whatever, like you're probably going to be able to make something. It's not like you're like I have to kill four of these monsters that take twenty twenty at a time before I can make one thing. It's like you know between between like all the different armor pieces for every monster and all the different weapon upgrades that combine multiple monsters and uh like uh flora and fauna dotted around the place like that you'll you'll happen upon lots of things you weren't planning on making that you suddenly can um things just appear constantly the game does i think a pretty good job of like giving you little rewards kind of all the time at least at the early game like we're definitely still in the early game i Um, i don't know (laughs) i have no idea I've never got this far into a Monster Hunter game. Um, I don't know if we're <clears throat> a quarter in, a third in. A so I, I, in. I got what I assume is like. I, I mean, I assume there's a lot more to it, but I got credits for the single player last night. Okay. And I've barely, I feel like I've barely touched the single player since you and I have started playing together. Um, Monster big- Hunter Rise. It's honestly. This real okay. I'm looking at how long to beat. Do you want to know? Sure. It says main story 16, main plus extras 45, completionist yeah. 91. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like, I feel like at the beginning of the week, I was like probably like 70% through the single player. Then we played a lot of multiplayer, and now I'm at 100% through that first set. And I saw credits. And then obviously the game's like, cool, now here's the next set of quests to go on um, after you see credits. And I, I imagine the game just like stretches out and I can, I can absolutely see it getting like hyper grindy of like, here's the same monster, but the monster's blue. And uh, if you kill it five times, you'll get this one specific item. Like I have no idea, but I can totally see that becoming the thing. Well, that's what they do towards the end of these games just to keep you playing. Yeah. Just to give you something to keep playing. It's, it's, really a sucky system it's a sucky system but also like there are like over 20 amazingly animated and crafted monsters um like it's not like there's a lack of content um at all you know um no and you can lack of content and you can like absolutely play it for so long you can absolutely like i think one of the things i like about this game is that whenever you're ready whenever i'm ready i feel like i can just stop playing and i'll feel satisfied um like, I feel like I'm happy. I'm, I want to keep playing, but, like, I feel good about, like, how much I've got out of it now. We've done well. We've done and, there's, well. And, there's a, and there's a lot more to go, you know? I want to see all the monsters, <laughs> at least. Yeah. I want to sure. see all the monsters. I want to kill all the monsters. Slash capture the monsters. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I mean, who knows? We'll see. We'll see, uh, we'll see where it goes. Um, the people want to know, Louis, what weapon are you using? Uh, I'm using the insect glaive, which I think is like the scrubbiest weapon. I think that's yeah, the. Sc- why do you say that? Though? The weapon for the scrubs, because it's like the easiest. <laughs> is it though? Yeah, let me go. What is the easiest monster hunter weapon? Because it's like the fastest. It basically ignores that thing that people don't like about monster hunter, which is the slow deliberateness. It's like um, really fast and um, fun. <laughs> 
Most forgiving weapon, weapon, uh, most forgiving weapon for a newbie. Um, I'm not seeing insect glaive here anywhere. Well, it's good. Um, the insect glaive's like a, it's like a big spear, but you kind of um use it to pole vault around. So you spend most of your time in the air, like flipping around. Um, and then the other half of it is you have the insect which i could kind of give or take to be honest but um it's nice to have like an extra level of um thought i guess but it basically it's like a bug that you send out and it attacks the monster and then brings back like uh one of three power-ups um and you basically only want one of them because one of them's really good and the other two i don't even know what they do um i'm sure they're good i'm sure they're probably but like good. no but like the difference in like Basically, the, the one that you want, the number one power-up, is um, literally called one. Um, just, like, uh, completely changes your attack animations, and you do, like, double the amount of hits and, like, a lot more damage. Um, oh. Whereas the other two, I don't know what they do. Uh, they're probably, like, buffs to stamina or something, but I haven't noticed. They have to do something. Of course they do. Of course so they do something. And I'm pretty no, sure... when something good. And I'm sure when you get all three, you're like the best, but literally can't tell. Can't tell. <laughs> right, fair enough. And I don't care enough to look it up. Like, numbers-based stuff never really gets my interest. Um, yeah. No, I get that, but at the same time. I just try to get all of them as much as I can. But if I get the first one, I'm good. <clears throat> yeah, I get that, dude. Um, for anyone wondering, I'm using the gun lance, which is the coolest weapon in the game. It is a lance that is also a gun. <laughs> and you also have a big shield. Very yep. cool. Yep. It's probably one of my favorite designed items in a game. It's, you know, it's in terms of like looking. unique items, mm -hmm. you know, it's right up there with the keyblade. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to, um... If we keep playing, I might, like, eventually try. I always think I'm going to do this and then don't. But I would like to try something a bit slower and see if I can, like, enjoy. Like, just pick, like, a great sword or something and just mm. just give try that it. a good, good go. Maybe we should try it with um, some, like, scrubby monsters. Just try some different weapons. Yeah, on some low-level guys. Yeah, it'd be fun. I'm scared that I'll find something I enjoy more than the gun lance, though. Yeah, but it's not. I think the nice thing is that, like, one of the weird things, but it's also quite nice, is that they give you the basic form of every weapon straight away. So you can just pick. You go to the training area, you can just play with all of them. It's a little overwhelming, but like you can just pick whatever you want. You don't have to commit any resources. And then um, it's not like a huge commitment also to like change what you want because all you'll need to do is kill something with the weapon you're already good at, get its stuff, and use that to craft something that's high level anyway so it's not like you're like you're locked out of it immediately um yeah. chances are you may already have the components just sitting waiting not being used true that you can just use your um resources however you want yeah it's not like they're locked to like this is only for the gun lance it's like this is for everything but you're currently making this so make that yeah which is nice it's a really nice like open way of doing it I don't know if there's anything else that's worth like saying about this game. You have a dog, this game that you can ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also you have this like what do you call it? like a Spider Man sort of. It's called this wire bug, and you basically chuck out an insect, and 
um, <laughs> sort of web yourself in the direction of that insect. Yeah, you sort of like quick, uh, quick whip yourself in the direction. <laughs> quick whip. Quick whip. Um, and it's good. So you you do have more mobility in this one, which I think people like. I like it, and I'm a people. You are a person. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing I was just wa- just watching that. I said I watched that video of like all the Monster Hunter games. These games all look identical. <laughs> um, both like graphically, I feel like they look the same, but also like in terms of like what's going on, they just look exactly the same. And I'm not saying that's like a bad thing. Um, uh, I think if you've got something that works and like you can just incrementally improve it, that's like a nice luxury to have. Um, sure. Uh, but it is just kind of wild. Um, and so like, I, yeah, I guess, I guess for someone that's like, I played blah, blah. And what's different. It's, it's, you got a dog that you can ride, which is great because you don't have to like spend, cause you move slowly. So it's just nice to be able to get to places far, especially when the monsters are always moving around. Uh, and you've got the wire bug, which also increases like elevation movement stuff. Um, which is also nice. Yeah, I get that. And you don't have to paint ball monsters anymore. Christ. It's nice tea. Mm-hmm. It's a nice luxury. Mm-hmm. Um, the armor that you make in this game looks the best. Hands down. It's, it's really important, right I think, with Monster Hunter to embrace the goofiness of your armor sets. In games, typically, I find it really hard to wear armor that looks dumb. Um, and when I say dumb, I just mean, like, bulky, basically. Um, uh, I cannot, like, even if it's, like, I just, man, I always basically, I just give up on stats and I just go for the thing that I that looks cool. Um, Skin tight. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Um, and uh, I think to have the most fun in Monster Hunter, you got to just be like, this is the one with the stats that means I won't get electrocuted. It also happens to make me look like a complete knob, but... I love that, and I want it. The armor, it just looks amazing. So all the armor <laughs> sets, um, you know, sort of literally built out of each monster. Uh, so if you fight a big sort of spongy lizard monster, which is in the game, uh, you end up producing this sort of large full-length sponge coat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And sponge trousers and sponge sleeves. Um, and... It's that times 20. Uh, yeah. And there's, there's some ridiculous sets, but man, they look so good. And some of them look sleek and cool, and some of them just make you look like a hulking poo. And um, and they're all good in their yeah, own special good. ways. Uh, if you have someone you can play this with, play it. I think, is there a demo? Yeah. Yeah, well, maybe play the demo. Um, but I'm, I'm glad we're playing this game. Yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to playing fun. some more. Yeah. Cool. Should we wrap? Yeah, man, I think we should wrap. Let's wrap. Um, Lucky, do you want to know what you're playing next week? Uh, yes, I do. Um, if I told you it was... Tori 3D? That Already did come out. It. it did come out. I did buy it. <laughs> Have you played it yet? No. Oh, yeah, I should say as well, um, just to drag the podcast on, I did play um, the game that I skipped, your recommendation of the PS1 demo disc, yes. um, Lawns Lure, and it was very good, um, very much up, I would say, up our 
collective alley. I feel like the sort of things that you and I enjoy together, um, that kind of movement-based, um, free-form mechanic climbing rubbish, um, is very good. Um, I would. Yeah, it's good. definitely one of my favorites of the many that we played. And I recommend it. There's a demo on Steam. I played the Steam demo if anyone's interested. Yeah, which is, I think, longer than the demo disc demo, interestingly. Oh, really? Yeah, I think How it is. How do you is. know that? Um, I watched someone play a demo, mm-hmm. and it, <laughs> it went beyond where it stopped on the It was the quite long, disc. I would say. I played it for, like, it's maybe, like, 40, 50 minutes. You know when he first goes, when he first sees the glitch again? Uh... Do you remember Not the, that bit? You mean, so he sees him the first time, follows him for a while, and then he gets to the door? Well, no, as in... Um, so there's the intro cutscene. Yep. Then you're playing the game. And the first time you re-see the glitch, mm. that's where it ended. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, you should play the demo. It, like, it, um, it expands a lot on the mechanics in the next, like, 20 minutes. Okay. Or just wait for the game to come out. When's it coming out? Do we know? <laughs> It says 2022. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which oh, is forever I won't away. hold my breath. Yeah. You went from 2020 there 2020 to 2022. <laughs> two, your your two-second pause became a two-year delay. I was trying to figure brain. out what year it was when I was talking. I was like, I know it's next year. What year is it now? <laughs> 2020. Ooh. Two. Oh, two. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, that's that. Uh, so, Lockie, what game are you playing next week? Let me tell you. I don't know if you know what it's called, but you would recognize it if you've seen it. Probably. Okay. Sure. Uh, 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 the bad news is it is on the PlayStation 1. Oh. <laughs> oh. But, uh, oh, yeah, I guess you... I, I demo disc. Come on. It's not on the demo disc. I know, but we've just come off the PS1 demo disc. Yes. You're sending me straight back. Straight, straight back to the to the mid-90s. Um, okay, give me some clues. Um, I believe it's like Successor just came out after a very long time of um, not making these games. Uh, how recently? Did its Successor come out? Yeah. Like, I think, like, this week. Oh. That's kind of why I'm playing this one, is because, like, oh, I kind of want to check that out, but I should probably play the first one more, because I've never finished it. It wasn't, like, The Odd World? Yeah! Oh, okay. Odd World, Abe's Odyssey is the first one. Right. Yeah, I remember that thing having some sort of sequel. I thought it came out, like, last year, though. Um, I think it's called, like, Soulstorm is the new one. Anyway. Um, sure. Oddworld Abe's Odyssey is a PlayStation 1 game. I also bought it on Steam for like 90p. Um, uh, so you could play the PC version if you like, or you can just emulate it. Oddworld New and Tasty came out in 2015. That's the uh, remake of the original game. Okay. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. Potentially, yeah. That's uh, just a few years off. You could play that one, and we could compare with the original if you like, but I think you should probably play the original. No, I'll play the original. Nice. Okay. Um, Lucky, why don't you tell me things? Um, This podcast goes out every Monday.
where, wherever you want, iTunes, Spotify, other places too, um, SoundCloud, that's where we put it up. Also, you can contact us. Do you want to talk to us through Twitter? Louis there. Instagram? We're here. Yeah. Emails? <laughs> we're here. All Timeplay3HR. Uh, the email is timeplay3hr at gmail.com. Um, that's it. Have a good week. That was sensual. Thank you for that. Uh, I hope you're all doing well. So do I. Um, catch you later. Absolutely. <laughs>